Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hi, everyone. Sorry I'm late. And also, I apologize for taking a couple weeks off. I actually got pretty sick. Um, I'm not sure if it was, it may have started off with allergies, and then it progressed. So I had to take two weeks off um, because I kept coughing nonstop. And I finally went to the doctor's on Friday, and he gave me some awesome, awesome medication. So I'm not coughing as much. I apologize again for the noise in the background. That's upstairs. He's deciding to do another party like he did last night at um, 12 a.m. Oh, it's a 12-hour party, I guess. Um, Yeah, he's pretty much a loser. And I keep thinking to myself, karma will get this guy. You know, it's so funny because um, I keep avoiding seeing him. Like, we'll go out of our doors at the same time, and I will hear his door, and I'll purposely close my door. Like, I'll make it obvious that I close my door. I'll wait for him to get downstairs, and then I'll open and leave. And there was one time that I was in my car, and I just parked, and I looked over, and I saw him, and I'm like, I'm not getting out of the car, pretending to say hi to him. Nope. So I sat in my car and waited, and he actually drove off. So, And then the funny part is when he came back that night, he was super quiet. He was, like, tiptoeing upstairs. So I'm just going to do the silent and deadly treatment. I'm not going to wish him ill will. Karma will eventually get to him. But, yeah, I think anyone who knows that the neighbor below you feels you're too loud and you still keep doing what you're doing, I think you're a loser. I'm sorry. That's just rudeness. So, Carmel will get him. I'm not worried about him. Um, catch you up on the last two weeks. I don't have a co-host. I don't have a permanent co-host. And I'm, I'm okay with it, and I'm not okay with it. It's nice to debate, but at the same time, it makes our shows quicker. Um, but, yeah, I, I was sick and still trying to get over it. Um, Like I said, I only got these drugs like two weeks ago. Um, Or not two weeks ago, Friday. Wow. I'm so out of it. Um, (laughs) So I have to take this like cost, disgusting foster medicine like every four hours. Oh, God, it's so gross. Um, Which reminds me, I don't know if I took it. Uh, No, I did. I did. I did. And, um, I wanted to share something super personal. This is like ultra personal. I'm actually, um, and I'm sharing this because I want the stigma to go away. I am actually going to be, uh, 
I'm so nervous sharing this. All right. So when I got on hormones, my entire life I had been thin. My entire life. I was I was 5'8 and just thin. When I got on hormones, my metabolism slowed down. So I started to, of course, gain weight. I didn't exercise because I never had to. I didn't eat properly because I didn't have to. But being that I'm an adult who is pretty inactive when I get home. When I get home, I relax, I watch TV, and I go to bed. On the weekend, I'll walk around Boston a little bit when the weather permits, or I'll walk to the T. But I ended up gaining a lot of weight. And I felt guilty about that. Like, this isn't who I wanted to be. This is what, not that I'm saying having a big, a bigger, fuller figure is bad. I'm just saying this is not who I envisioned myself to be. It wasn't healthy weight. It was unhealthy weight. And then I became an emotional eater. I started eating because I was depressed. And then I would get depressed because I was it was a vicious cycle. And sorry, I sounded like that bastard. I eat because I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy because I eat. It's a vicious cycle. Um, sorry, it just popped in my head. So... When I came out August 1st, 2015, my company did not have transgender benefits at all, zero whatsoever. By enrollment of 2016, I was told going into 2017, we are going to start covering. I said, oh, awesome. I had no idea what that meant. I had an HSA card, so I paid for my my doctor's visits and my pills all through the HSA card. So I had no idea what that meant. So I found this, came upon this plastic surgeon um, on Instagram. He is amazing. He takes women bigger than me and men and gets them to their realistic bodies. So I thought, no, plastic surgery. I never wanted to do plastic surgery. I'd never had a desire. No. I was talking to my PCP, and I was talking to my therapist, and they're like, I think that that's something you should consider, not as a quick fix, but as a starting point. So... My PCP on Friday actually typed up the letter and sent it to the plastic surgeon. He said, for the reasons I outlined earlier, this is medically necessary and you need to get these surgeries. And I authorize you as the plastic surgeon to do it. I'm a little in shock um, because I... Again, I've never had any type of surgery whatsoever. The only surgery I was expecting to have is bottom surgery. The reason why I bring it up is because I want the stigma of plastic surgery to change. There are some people, like myself, 
I'm not going to get addicted to it. I'm not going to get this done and that done and go back and get center surgery. This is to give me a realistic body to start off with, start back up with. I want to go back to where I want to be. My thing is I don't want to go by my weight. I want to go by my shape, and I want a certain shape. I want certain measurements, and that is going to be the goal. I don't care about how much I weigh. I, I carry weight completely differently from everybody else, but I want a certain shape. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, I did see in my transgender health benefits that making it medically necessary helps with insurance. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm scared. I do have to get my BMI down, so I'm working on that. Um, I have kettlebells. I have yoga um, exercises printed out. So I just, um, I'm actually, I have to check on this. I'm boiling a whole dozen eggs, and I'm going to be eating hard-boiled eggs for breakfast without the yolk because I heard it's high in cholesterol, but it is good for protein, so I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Um, I have yogurts. I'm going to also do some meal prepping, and I have frozen chicken cutlets in the freezer. I have some instant rice. And I have some veggies in the freezer that I can unthaw and cook up. So I really am going to try to commit to get my BMI down. I'm looking forward to having the surgery not as a quick fix, like my, you know, doctors have said not to treat it as. But I think this is going to be a lifestyle change for me and a wake-up call. The reason, and my doctor asked me this question on Friday. He's like, why were you so thin when you were younger? I'm like, because I was always outside and I was doing stuff and, oh, my God, I just got what you meant. So I'm going to start to try to challenge myself. Yeah, I love staying in, but I'm going to try challenging myself to go out and be active, more active than I've ever been for the rest of my life because I don't want to have to have had this surgery being wasted and this experience being wasted. So that's going to be a goal for 2020, which is really exciting. Um, again, so nervous. Like, I just, oh, I'm nervous for, um, obviously, for the actual body transformation surgery. But also how I will react to it, like how I will react seeing myself the way I've always wanted to be. You know, when I was thinner, I was thinner as a boy. But after these surgeries, I'm going to be thinner as a girl. So it's going to be completely different how I see myself. And, of course, I'm going to appreciate it more. Also, how other people are going to react to me. Not that I'm doing this for their attention, but... Like how my friends are going to react to me. They probably won't be any different, but um, I'm wondering too, because I don't feel it on the surface. I'm wondering if my weight is something that's preventing me from dating. Um, I guess I'll have to find out. I, I don't feel like it is because, you know, thick is in, blah, blah, blah. But 
Maybe it is. I'm not sure. I don't want to be real thin, by the way. I'm not looking to, you know, right now I'm not Jabba the Hutt and looking to go to, you know, Kate Moss. I'm I'm looking to be more shapely. And once I get more shapely, I'll get more defined. I do want to incorporate kettlebells into my daily life going forward. I'm going to try to start tomorrow. I do feel a little bit better as far as my cold and stuff. Um, I told a couple of my friends, and they've been so supportive. A few of my friends are um, getting me, like, not keto, but healthier recipes because I'm not a cook at all. They're telling me what spices to use. Um, Yeah, I'm getting such support on this healthy track, which, um, again, I I don't want it to be a diet. I want it to be a lifestyle change for me. Um, And I've also thought, you know, let's say I do want to go to my favorite burger, Wendy's. Wendy's has the, the best burgers ever. I'm going to order that Wendy's burger, but I'm not going to order it with the bun. Or I'm going to obviously order it with the bun and take off the bun. Maybe I just will order the burger and not the fries. Um, I know that for my height and weight, 1,200 calories per day is the ideal weight loss goal. So I'm going to try to stick to that. Um, I'm also a creature of habit. So every day I, I can have a yogurt and eggs for breakfast. My dinner, though, I have to change it up. Um, this week is going to be chicken, rice, and vegetables. Next week, um, I think I'm going to go for deli meat. Um, it's so weird because um, a couple of weeks ago I just randomly had a craving for it. If you just take deli meat, like sliced ham, put a piece of cheese on top of it, roll it up, and just eat that, like one or two of those, no bread, God, it is so good. And it kind of filled me up. I think I have to have something else with it. I'm not sure what, maybe like veggie, veggie chips or something. Um, but I'm not looking to go completely like healthy and never eat that ever again for the rest of my life. Like I said, it's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet. So um, I don't want to take anything away from my life, but I just want to be more mindful and be more aware and change it up a little, you know, um, coming home and not working out and being depressed and hasn't worked. So let me try something different. So that's my new kick. Um, enough about me. Let's talk about the Disney Plus. So as everyone in the world knows, Disney Plus launched on Tuesday. Um, my review it needs to work on some things. The thing I love about Netflix is if, let's say, the power went out or if um, for some reason my internet went out, not only would I be able to log back into the app, pull up where I left off, 
like what show I left off, but pull up the minute I left off to. With Disney Plus, uh, my internet has gone out a couple times, and I kind of had to start programs over again. And that was a little annoying. Um, right now I'm watching Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. It's one of my favorite cartoons from when I was a kid, and it reminds me of my little brother who passed away. And I'm just letting the thing go as, you know, I watch it. And the internet went out. And I'm like, crap, what episode am I on? I'm not even paying attention. I'm just letting it go. So I kind of had to hunt. I had to rewatch an episode I already watched. So if they fix that, like maybe tweak that a little. Um, with Netflix, when you pull up the Netflix app, it has the show at the bottom. And then you click on that. And then it shows you where you are in the show. Disney needs to work on something like that because it just, it's really problematic to have to like hunt. Um, and for someone, for a company, not someone, for a company that's so far advanced, I mean, I signed up for the free trial and I signed up with a certain email. They found out that I have a Hulu account with that same email. They, gave me the bundle automatically and they charged me a penny for because I was still in the free trial and then I already had Hulu so yeah they charged me a uh, a penny for um, service but if they can figure out that stuff they can figure out how to do this you know programming issue Um, another thing that was kind of disturbing and kind of like oh that sucks they didn't load all of the movies at the same time. They didn't load, like, all of the Marvel movies at the same time. Like, they loaded Endgame, but not Infinity War. Well, if you're doing a Marvel marathon, how the heck couldn't you watch Endgame before Infinity War? Even if you've seen all of them, it's just the experience of watching them all. And just other Marvel movies that aren't uploaded. And I'm just like, oh, that stinks. So that, and they're not going to be uploaded until like 2020. Like Black Panther, not until 2020. Like, why? I don't get it. Um, I kind of get that they want people to constantly, I think they're a little bit manipulative too. Um, the thing I like about Netflix and it's worked for them when they dropped the crown on Friday, they dropped all the episodes at once. They're dropping the Mandalorian week by week. And it's kind of turning me off. Like it's good because now I can catch up and watch two episodes back to back. But now I have to, like if I wanted that weekly episodic effect, I would just, watch regular TV. I don't like how they're doing that. Um, yeah, it just it seems a little bit more manipulative, you know, um, like, oh, we want you to come back to the app. Sweetie, I'm going to come back to the app anyway. You have so many other things that I want to see. It's like, I, I kind of am going to, you know what I'm going to do, <laughs> to be honest with you? I'm going to wait till all the episodes of The Mandalorian are up, and I'm just going to watch them all back to back. Like, I just think it's weird that they would do this weekly. 
And I think other people are going to do the same. We like binge watching, you know, um, it's like right now I'm going to, I'm binge watching the crown. I'm on, I think episode six. Um, why don't I check my Netflix app? That's going to tell me exactly where I am. Um, I'm on episode six and uh, of ten, by the way. I'm on season three, so Olivia Coleman is um, the queen now in her later years, and I think it's just fabulous because she's well. Obviously, this is the second time she's played a queen. This is um, this role fits her; it really does. Uh, I. I'm thrown off a little bit by Tobias. Um, I can't pronounce his last name. Starts with an N. He plays Philip, um, Prince Philip. I'm thrown off by his makeup because he looks pretty similar to another character on the show, and I'm getting them confused when they stand next to each other. And I understand he has makeup on to look more like Philip, but with him, with the makeup on, looks like Queen Anne's husband. So when they're in a scene together. I'm getting confused as to who's who, um, which is something I've never done before. So I kind of wish that they'd left um, Tobias distinctively himself, like they did for Matt Smith. You know, like, I knew Matt Smith's character. I knew who he was. So why? There was no need to put makeup on him, so... Sorry, I'm going to go check on my hardcore leg. You're coming with me. Um, but, yeah, it's just uh, it's a good show. I really love the show. I just don't understand why why they needed to put makeup on him. Olivia Coleman doesn't look identical to the queen, but she has no makeup on. I'm fine with it. She looks similar enough. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's on. Uh, but yeah, Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, uh, Gummy Bears. I watched. I watched an episode of Ducktales on Disney Plus. Sorry, going jumping back. I like that it's got a lot of nostalgia. And let me tell you, I tried to watch the Lady and the Tramp live action. Oh no, I wasn't feeling it. The the Siamese twin cats aren't Siamese anymore. I think they want it to be uh, politically correct. They're like uh, tabby cats. Not tabby. I don't know what they're, but they're like gray striped cats. And they sing a weird song. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm over it. So I wasn't feeling it. Um, what else? Uh, oh, I'm working on getting a few other celebs to come on. Well, not even celebs, just guest speakers to come on. I really loved, loved, loved my interview with Shane Johnson. It felt so natural and it flowed well. Um, Any suggestions as to who I should get on next would be great, too. Um, 
I'm trying to think what else that we have to talk about. Uh, cold season. I don't know. I guess that's a, Oh, I saw the new Charlie's Angels. That's something that I have to talk about. So I've been trying to avoid being in the movie theater because I went to see Midway last week. And I thought, oh, I'll be fine. I coughed so much throughout that movie. I think people were annoyed by me. No one said anything. No one gave me dirty looks. Nobody turned around. But I was annoyed that I was coughing. So I took my medicine before, and then I went to the movie theater. Charlie's Angels. It was a good, like, for, for me having been obsessed with the first two movies, what they did was they continued on with the the series. They took Bill Murray's Bosley, completely overlapped Patrick Stewart over him. So they showed a scene of Drew Barrymore and uh, Lucy Liu, that, that elevator scene. I don't know if you remember it, where the elevator scene where they come out and they're in the restaurant and Cameron Diaz first meets um, Luke Wilson's character, who she date, who she ends up dating. Well, in the elevator scene, right when the elevator doors open, Bill Murray's character is standing with Lucy Liu and Drew Barrymore. They put Patrick Stewart's face over that. Anywhere Bill Murray was, they superimposed Patrick Stewart. Then they also went back to the Charlie's Angels TV series and superimposed him into that. So basically his character, the start of the movie, is his character's retiring after 40 years with the Townsend Agency. And the Townsend Agency has different locations in L.A., where their main training hub is. They have international locations. Everywhere you go, there's a, Char- there's a Townsend Agency and a Charlie's Angel there. They also switched it. Um, Charlie is a woman with a man's disguised voice. You don't see who the woman is, but you see a woman's hand talking, um, pressing a button into a computer, her talking, and it coming out as a man. Um, Elizabeth Banks wrote and directed this movie. The problem I have with it is it's a little <sighs> convoluted is the only word. I understand what she wanted to do, but the execution was kind of bad. Um, I am not opposed to someone else that's not Elizabeth Banks or McGee coming in and redoing to Charlie's Angels, not redoing it, but continuing it on. I am not opposed to it at all until they get it right. Um, but, yeah, they had some, I think also, too, the, the three actresses they had, they weren't good enough. And I, I, I don't ever want to malign a woman in the industry, but I feel like they should have gone with 
A, named actresses, and B, actresses with range. These actresses are too new for the franchise. So when when they took the roles over, I kind of didn't care about their characters. The only character that I cared about was Kristen Stewart, and it's because I'd seen her in Panic Room. I'd seen her as Bella, so I wanted to see a different side of her. I did not care about these other two actresses. I had no idea who they were. I still don't know their names. I didn't even look them up. Um, it was cool seeing Kristen Stewart be completely different from any other character. I think this is probably more her. Um, and it was funny, too. She was really funny. Some of the jokes, though, mm. I mean... They literally had a character explain a joke to someone. So, and, and this is not giving anything away. One of the girls killed the guy. She killed the guy by throwing him off the balcony. He got impaled. And so she looks at this guy and she's like, I think he got the point. And then the other girl turned to her and she says, did you just make a pun saying he got the point because he got impaled? And I'm like, ew, you don't explain a joke. You do not explain a joke. And I was just, I was, like, mortified. I literally cringe. Why would you explain a joke? I, I, oh, I, I didn't get it. I didn't understand why she did it. Why would you write that into it? Oh, I, oh. The thing about the Charlie Angels, the Drew Barrymore, Charlie's Angels, they were always about puns, and they didn't need to explain it. So I was thoroughly confused. Um, I will say there was a cameo at the very end, and after, like, during the credits. Um, this is the most LGBT-inclusive Charlie's Angels ever. I will say that. Um I think it meant well. It just wasn't executed right. And I think someone needs to do something about that. Um, trying to think what else. Disney Plus, Charlie's Angels. Oh, Midway. It was it was okay. Um, I do like Roland Emmerich. I will always support him. It was good. It was probably one of the most emotional movies that he's he's done. Um, I was so emotionally invested. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, when Shameless started up. I just, I'm sorry. Listen, I've, I've watched every single season of Shameless. That show needs to just end. It's just, it's showing its age. It's got no steam anymore. It's recycling old, like, character points. It just needs to end. I, there's something to be said about bowing out gracefully. Um, yeah, it just needs to end. Uh, I think that's it. Um, yeah, I don't have any other topics. 
Hopefully I have more next week. This was actually a last minute thing. I completely, I feel so bad. I completely forgot about the show today. And then I was like, crap, it's 12 o'clock. I better log in. Um, I really do want to keep some consistency with shows. So I will be more prepared next week. I promise. Um, Hopefully next week or um, even by the end of this week, I'll have um, a guest or two. But um, thank you all for always listening. Sorry this show is so short, but um, I have to check on my eggs, and I want to kind of finish the crown anyway. So, again, thank you always for listening, and uh, hope you guys enjoy your Sunday. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk Radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.